I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men north, the rich men, Lord knows it all. Just wanna have total control. Wanna know what you think. Wanna know what you do. And they don't think you know, but I know that you do. 'Cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? Oh, yeah. I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? I miss you, Cody, right now. Stand by. <laughs> <laughs> Book. As though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. August 16, 2023. You are listening to the Good Time Culture Podcast. This show is handcrafted in a small little town that we call the Mighty Mighty OX. I am OG Mutt Dog, and on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record. And before I end, get a pin, press record, or just start memorizing it by now. And I want you to make sure that everything, okay, everything that we speak about on this show is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, let's go. There you go, I'll play this for you. The following presentation is controversial and may be offensive to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> there you go. Woo! All glory to God. You guys, we're back for another episode on a Wednesday night here. Dude, you, you, you started the show off with a ginger. Oh, with yeah. a freaking ginger. Hey, sweeping the, sweeping the country, buddy. Freaking gingers, man. It's part of the culture. Don't you know we got gingivitis now? This is, uh, welcome to back into the trenches of the culture war over here, a.k.a. the spiritual war. Uh, we are your hosts, your humble hosts over here, and we mm-hmm. appreciate every listener we have and um, uh, want to definitely uh, give a big shout out to everybody out there that keeps uh, coming back or and uh, anybody giving that keeps- the thumbs up for us and all that stuff. So thank you guys. And we're still on Spotify. Yes, I talk smack about them and i will continue but anybody who's still tuning in on it thank you very much mm-hmm. well let's begin our weekly therapeutic audio journey here with uh this is the second song that i found everybody's kind of all over the Richmond north of richmond song which is really good but i like this one a little bit better it's called the uh, dog gone it we got lots to cover in this show, so stick around after this song. Lord, my 
head's been hurting, my back's been aching, the water's drying up and there's a hole in the making, people eating bugs cause they won't eat bacon, dog all gone in. On sidewalks next to highways Full of cars self-driving The poor keep hurting The rich keep thriving Dog on me There's a little town somewhere The only thing you hear at night Is that old mill humming The only time traffic backs up Southern trains humming. You do know uh, redheads change the world, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm just checking. Crying about burning coal, but not the poor souls who's digging it. Mm-hmm. I reckon there's been a many good men in the grave trying to keep our houses lit. Hmm? Why'd you stop it? Oh, I don't know. From down in the oil fields Focus, and the pipelines and the linemen and the coal mines. By Good Times Culture Podcast. <clears throat> so, what do you think? Uh, do you think that's the? Everybody says that's the anthem. You know, that's the uh, rebel yell. There. What do you think? Um, as he looks up from his phone, after I fifteen minutes of looking at it. I mean, it's just he's got a night 
sounds uh i wasn't listening just say i wasn't listening no That's i'm fine. listening to what he's saying i mean i'm listening to his song obviously i like his voice he's got a nice raspy voice sounds like a guy from the maybe the appalachian mountain Whoa. That's what he seems to give out, the, and he's really singing about the working man, that's, right, and the working man struggle. That's the whole thing. Yeah. He's yeah. talking about eating bugs. Mm. Redhead well, hillbilly dude in the middle of the forest. You and, ever had grasshoppers with, with, uh, with jalapeno salsa on it? You know, it's uh, it just, to me, it proves that you know, this is not just a conspiracy theory or just some ridiculous thing that we talk about constantly or yeah. that we're worrying about that we don't need to worry about. Or that we think that we're crazy, we're the only ones talking about this? If a dude in the middle of the forest is is literally writing songs about eating bugs, yeah, this is, um, I think this is something here. You know, I don't know. I remember, <laughs> who was it? It was some podcast today. They were talking about, they had a, uh, email or call uh, email him talking about this this song. It may have been no agenda, but they brought up how these type this type of music uh, coming from the pop this type of populist music always precedes some sort of uh, cultural like uh, almost like a civil war type thing. Well, you know well, this but- this, uh, this type of music. What it what what as you're talking at this right now and I'm listening to his words and I'm and I'm thinking about the names like Peter Seeger, like Pete Seeger, what happened to the folk singers? What happened to the mm-hmm. people they used to come out and sing songs about our government and mm-hmm. and you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's what he was, you know, well he was the peace song writer, but what happened to those guys? I mean it's it's I think he just comes in the same line because we've had guys like Tom McDonald come out with some great sure. songs. We've had Bryson yeah. Gray come out with some great anthems. Guys, yeah. You know, just this, this is just different because it's not rap. It's like it's a nice, mm-hmm. nice tone and and um, a lot easier to understand the message. You know. Yeah, it, I think in order in order to have a shift, because I truly believe we're winning. Uh, out there I, I feel like there's a shift happening there's a pendulum swinging you know and it's swinging in our favor that you need these these little pegs these little moments to use them to climb you know what i mean there there's no there's no violence in his in his song it's all and what you can hear in his voice and in the song is the the desperate plea you know of the populace to the rich men to the, you know, the people that are thinking we need to eat bugs, you know, it's, it's a, and I think the plea comes before anything else. You know what I mean? Well, I, Uh, you're trying to, trying to keep it peaceful here, you know, but, uh, what what, I, I, we'll see either. I really like it. I feel, I feel like I, I like how things like this are still able to take hold Maybe it's manufactured. I don't. Who knows? But no, I, to I, have it take hold and be be uh, such a a moment. It's pretty I, cool. I um t- prior I came a little late today and I was having a conversation with another man who has a wife and kids and it it in this state at least even a man making one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year has nothing in the savings account. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, because. You're, we're obviously overtaxed severely, 
And at this moment, you go to a grocery store and you'll have five items for $75. Five items. And, not, and meat is not one of them. And it's starting to become such a point where couples that I would never hear ever complain are complaining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People that yeah. usually have that stiff upper lip, that usually, you know, hey, we'll, we'll see it through. Interesting, huh? It's uh, eye-opening at this moment. Well, let's, uh, let's move over because I'm ready to talk some crap about uh, this uh, awesome economy hey, we have here. my phone, bro. The Financial Times and the Wall Street Journal started calling my plan not initially as a compliment, Bidenomics. But guess what, folks? They're talking about it differently now. It's working. It's working. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, yes. Meanwhile. Attitudes around about the economy. Uh, his approval rating drops to 37% on his handling of the economy and even lower to 30% for his handling of inflation. Remember, Mr. Biden inherited a 6.5% growth rate with roughly 1.5% inflation from his predecessor, Donald Trump. Essentially, Biden's big government socialism has turned a booming economy into a bust. Can anyone else in the service industry please tell me what the f*** is going on this summer? Like, are people out of their COVID money? What is the deal? Because this is the least amount of money I have made in a very long time. And I just, I don't understand. Like, are people less giving? Like, my customer service personality has not changed. I'm just a little jokester. And you're so nice <laughs> to these people, and the tips come back, and it's like 10%, 9%. On top <laughs> like, of that, what? dude, and, and don't, don't and add on the, the tipping thing. Every restaurant you're going right now, a lot of them are putting tips on your bill. Have you seen that? Yeah. You're going. Wait a minute! I haven't even gotten, dude. You're going to. Oh, yeah. You're going to the it, to the hamburger habit, <laughs> yeah. and they want to give, want you to give you a tip for handing you a hamburger. And it's minimum twenty. I think was it minimum starts at maybe it starts no, no, no. at fifteen. It, it has 20, a percentage, and then it, then there's a there's a a customary one, and you got customary yeah. for giving me a stupid hamburger, and then the person that's taking your order is the dumbest one because you got to tell them five times that I want grill and raw onions. And you don't tip hamburger habit. They're not bringing you the food. You still but have they, to but, they, but on the on the food. register, they're asking you for a tip mm-hmm. just for that lady taking your order. Mm-hmm. And then this lady's crying. I go, well, girl, if it didn't cost me 150 bucks for two hamburgers, maybe you'd get a tip. Hmm. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Well, I have, uh, I think I want to keep wrapping up this little political thing here. Do you got any political stuff you want to talk about? You got to turn up the volume on my phone. Yeah. Well, does there something I should be? uh... Yeah. Jesus have souls. I go to church. I'm a Christian. You don't know me. You're not God. (sighs) Wow, dude. Maybe that's the dude. Maybe he grew up and now he's singing. uh, He's singing songs. That guy. It could be the same (laughs) guy. That'd be dope if it was. Could be. That'd be dope if it actually was. The age is real close. Yeah. Yeah. It would actually be dope. (laughs) 
But he doesn't sound that cool while he makes that video, bro. That voice that guy has is good. I got, I got this. I quote. would love to have that voice. Dude, you know, what you wanna, a great voice. You want to hear a good voice? Yes. Macho man ever cried? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yes. It's okay for macho men to show every emotion available right there, you know, because I've cried a thousand times. I'm going to cry some more. But... I've soared with the eagles, and I've slithered with the snakes, and I've been everywhere in between. And I'm going to tell you something right now. There's one guarantee in life, and that there are no guarantees, yeah. And Mm -hmm. I understand this. (laughs) Nobody likes a quitter. Nobody said life was easy, so if you get knocked down, take the standing eight count, get back up, and fight again. And you're a macho maniac. Dig it. Yeah, Dude, you should go. start our show with that, uh, that every was, dang show, bro. That was going to be the intro. But. Dude, that's ran, that, that's, dude, that's, dude, that's pretty solid. That's huh? macho man, homie. Solid. That's macho man. <laughs> yeah, I was, I actually was, <clears throat> OBDM has a bunch of cool uh, Randy Savage uh, clips, ISOs that they use, and it's awesome. It's really good stuff. I don't even know him as Randy Savage. He's the macho man to me. So, I mean, everybody's kind of heard we were talking about it last week. Uh, Trump, I think, is supposed to turn himself in. His attorney has to turn himself in 10 days. And Trump's supposed to come out with a kind of a speech Monday talking about it all. But um, are you going to get the T-shirt if it comes out with the mugshot? If they come out with the actual mugshot, if they put him into jail, are you going to buy the T-shirt? Because, dude, I, that thing's going to go fly. Yeah. How does that even work? I guess you, because, uh, oh, because they're saying he's a, a flight risk, that he might, uh, even though he's running for president of the United States of America, he might run and hide somewhere. I, 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 I really believe it's in so the theory stupid. that's what been the? thrown around, brother man, that yeah. all they want him is to have enough charges where they get his name off the ballot. That's all they want to do. And then you know what's really cool, Hollywood? Um, Larry Elder has enough uh, contributions that he's going to be on the stage on the Republican debate. Oh, cool. Ain't it cool? Yeah, I figured there'll be be at least 10 guys up there, I'm sure. But, dude, you leave Larry Elder up there, dude, that guy's going to cut some people up, dude. You know, if you you go by my my buddy's theory on Trump where it's actually, we talked about it last week, where it's actually the – Democrats that are doing this on purpose to try to get to be able to run against Trump because if they have to actually run like have a a platform other than just you know we're not Trump that they're going to be struggling to get any votes so they have to have this super polarizing dude and really the more you prosecute him the more you try to prosecute him the more you do these indictments and all this stuff it's actually helping. They see that it's, how could they not see that it's helping his poll numbers, which in turn, you know, if you think of it in that theory would help the DNC because it's just more people, you know, and and if you uh, go all the way on that one, you know, they only have to have it close. You know, if it's 60, 60, 40 or whatever, you know, I don't know. I've seen enough ways that they can do some. some I I really believe they just got to have it close. That our economy needs Trump. Just the economy alone, because without Trump, CNN went bankrupt. Without Trump, CNN went bankrupt and had to sell itself to another buyer. 
That's how powerful that guy is, just his presence. Oh, that's for sure. I mean, I know that my four, it it took two years for Biden to destroy Trump's uh, uh, economic plan. It took two years. It's exactly as the economist was saying. In two years, Trump's plans were going to be cut away. That's weird. I had, um, hmm. I'm going to have to try to dig it out here. While, while we're playing something. But there was a, in that um, David, Bet Davis, what, how do you say it? Patrick Pat, Ben Davis. Patrick. See, Bet I Davis. finally said it, brother, man. That's a tongue top. With, with Rogan, and it was like the five minutes before he kind of pushes Rogan into the Trump <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Rogan literally is laying it out saying, yeah, the economy was better under Trump. It's obvious. I mean, it's, and it was kind of interesting. And, uh, Especially because the last couple weeks, all we've heard is those little clips where he's he's very hesitant on Trump. Where if you go just 10 minutes before in that conversation, it's actually, it almost sounds like they're already talking to Trump about an interview. It's kind I, of fascinating. At the beginning, like, oh, interesting, wow. right? In, in, interesting. But you know, Hollywood, you and I being in manufacturing, we you really tell how the economy is going through manufacturing and where the economy is. And in mm-hmm. the four years that mm-hmm. he was there, because again, I repeat myself: the eight years that that Obama was in there, it it was bad. We we weren't working overtime. We were working just forty hours, maybe. There was that was even doing that time. Remember, they were doing um, partial. Yeah, you could work thirty six hours because they had to do. They, they, they we weren't busy, and um, when Trump got in there, bro, my four hundred one k doubled. We couldn't st- stop working. We we couldn't mm-hmm. produce enough things and yeah couldn't work enough overtime hours and and right now Hollywood what is it it's slowed down right where's the overtime where's this where's unless he has a stroke unless something happens it's horrible he they're all in on Trump you're you if you run against Trump yeah. you're now the enemy of Trump if I was friends with DeSantis I'd be like don't do you do think it. it's a coincidence can't Hollywood that, that they you go and indict him in Atlanta after this. After this guy that has the biggest ear in the whole world right now, do you think mm. that's why they they doubled down quicker on the Trump? No, I I have a I have a little picture here. It's it's all the uh, prosecutions of the Bidens. You've seen that, right? It yeah. goes. It's literally the day after every time they they uh, present something for the Bidens. Here it is. Uh, it's got the dates here too, but I won't read the dates. Hunter admits laptop Trump. This is the first Trump indictment. FBI doc alleges Biden bribe indictment by <laughs> literally the next day. Hunter plea deal collapses. This was just a couple months ago. Indictment. Devin Archer testifies indictment. I just, the thing that the conclusion that I've kind of come to on this and I, I don't really want to stop talking about it because I, I enjoy it, but to see, to know and to see that there has never been a president that has been indicted, I don't even think once. There's never been a president that's been impeached twice. Uh, there's never been a, an ex-president that was raided by the FBI, that was tried, that, you know, not to mention all the shenanigans with the FBI that I'm leaving out with the Hillary's and the, the dossier and all that bull crap. I've never seen anything like that. So this is either the greatest theater for us to all consume, which could be, 
or they really don't want him in or hate him or, or maybe it's like what Anthony, oops, what's what uh, the dude was saying at work that they want him in there. That, that could be an explanation, but to see the amount of firepower to go after this guy, I just, I don't even, it's amazing. I, I just, I, I keep flashing to, you know, I don't want to, you know, he's just a man, so I'm not going to compare him to Jesus or anything, but you know, the persecuted are blessed, you know, and dang, dude, I don't know any other person well, that's more persecuted than that guy. Well, I, like they're saying, you know how you're telling me we can't use the, the F word on this? We can't use, you know, yeah. that word because then, but then we can say that, you know what, then these guys are crooks. There's, not, there's nothing that says right there because they, they were crooks. They were crooks and through the whole thing. Yeah. They were crooks through the whole election. They, they did that. We, we, that word... Yes, you were. You were crooks. You're being told that you're crooks. And that word describes everything. But yeah, it, it doesn't sound as good as the F word. Yeah. But it's pretty much, pretty much what they did. I mean. Well, this is the best part is even if they don't want us to use the, the F word, which we're talking fraud here. As long as you don't say the, the E word before the F word, <laughs> then you can say fraud all day long. You just can't say the uh, E L E. <laughs> word but anyway that no matter how hard they try no matter how much they try to scare us with this misinformation we're going to send you to prison for saying this stuff oh my gosh joe rogan that that election there was that was not a clean election like he's he's saying it so no matter how much they push even the fence sitter people are going "Mm, that that looked pretty weird there was a lot of weird stuff so How's that going for you, everybody? You know, that propaganda, that PSYOP is not not paying well, off for what, I think in the beginning of the year, Congress was even trying to get Joe Rogan off the air. The mm. reason they can't touch him is because Spotify is not based in the U.S. They're based in Ireland. Mm. So they can't be touched by our laws. That. Yeah. This is a little bit. This is that Rogan clip I was talking about. When that guy gets out there and he's waving to people and they're going crazy, you're not beating that. There's a fucking and the fact Trump. that he was the president for four years and the country was in a, a, a great economic situation. Yeah. And it looked like his policies were actually effective and that it looked Hear like this? the unemployment was down. All business mm-hmm. was building. Regulations were being relaxed. More things were getting done. You know, when you look, this is Joe Rogan saying this. Out this of is all like we always not- said the fence sitter. I mean, every I <laughs> I kind of I, I, I kind of thank God that this guy got COVID <laughs> because it like helped him. I don't know if his mm. his balls dropped or he finally had some. It's Ooh, like because ever since he had it, he uh-huh. finally opened his eyes on what ES because people yeah. used to come and tell him about what CNN would do, and he'd be like, "Well, yep. are they really doing that? Maybe what they're really doing is now." It's like, yeah, they did it to you. I think bro. you're right. I think that CNN that. Bach, what's his name? The douchebag that went on. Doctor, they, they just Boop, said his name. Gupta, uh, Gupta. Yeah. That that would definitely was a moment for Joe to kind of go. These motherfuckers. Well, dude, they have, <laughs> did you imagine? He's the darling. Everyone likes They're him, lying. and then all of a sudden, no one liked him. And you're, and not only that, but you, they have a post on Twitter where they have both faces of of uh, Joe Rogan, the actual post, and and then the the other. Uh, Repost that CNN and made it darker. Try to make uh, Joe Rogan look like he was sick. Interesting, huh? <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Yeah, 
the that was CNN that changed the hue of the. Yep, I remember that. And so, it, yeah, yeah, and, and and the fact that he had uh, Ben David they do on that his, all the time. I remember they were they were doing those weird things all the time. Those color changes. <laughs> they would make like black people look more black or less black or whatever. They're sicker. They're not so sicker. ridiculous. But I, I it's a like, good thing. It's, I like I said, you guys, it's good news. I feel like we're winning. Let's keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Look at it from a policy perspective. If you just look at it on paper, what he did was effective. A lot of people think it was effective. You don't like him as a personality, so you ignore that. Don't do that. Look at it in terms of a policy perspective. People liked the ideas that he was putting forward. And now you're saying like, oh, the wall is raised. Now the, the fucking everybody thinks there needs to be a wall. Even the mayor of mm-hmm. New York City mm-hmm. is now calling to stop immigration That's into right. a city. And he, this was the guy that called it for it to be a sanctuary state. When the reality of what your policies, what what kind of actions you put forth, what what the results of that are, and those results are road. highly negative. You're forced to sort of recollect, recollect your thoughts, <laughs> and come up with a, a, a new perspective. And that's what the mayor of New York City is. That's doing what right you now. did, Joe. When you just look Great at what Trump's question. policies were, but why isn't anyone? And then oh, obviously COVID hits. There's a lot to that, the lockdowns, the, the economic collapse, all the shit that came with that. that all, none of that is good. And then Trump holds up this like hope to bring us back to where we were when he was in office. You're not going to beat that. I don't think they're going to beat that. I don't, I don't think – when you look at the Damn. Russia collusion, Listen. when you look at the Steele dossier, when you look at all the bullshit they Dude, tried to throw like him that we been, now know is bullshit, not just bullshit, podcast, yeah, but huh. coordinated bullshit. I think he's when one you look of at our the fact three that they followers. suppressed the Dude, Hunter Biden laptop story sh- and that 51 intelligence agency – is back to where we were when he was in office. You're not going to beat that. I don't think they're going to beat that. Dude, this is – I don't. I don't think when you look Hot at the Russia collusion, here. when you look at the Steele dossier, when you look at all the bullshit I, I was, they tried to throw on, in that we now know. Pause wow. it. And what I was concerned That's about. That's evergreen what, clip, dude. I, I like. I want to see Trump interview with Joe Rogan. I want to see it actually. And I'm curious if Patrick kind of jinxed it because he was really pushing to have no, him on the show. No, you hear. You'll hear it right now. It sounds like there's already been talks. It's more yeah, of like yeah, yeah. When just, he first starts, starts just working it out is mm. all they're trying to do now. Like, you know, you know, Joe, uh, if he if he's taken his angle of not wanting to help Trump too much, he's he would probably do an interview at a at a, an appropriate time. Say, you know, maybe. Although now it's like these indictments make it kind of awkward, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Which I do want to cover the indictments here after this uh. this clip. Oh, it's bullshit. Not just bullshit, yeah. but coordinated bullshit. When you look at the fact that they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story and that 51 intelligence agency representatives <laughs> signed off on that to say that this was <laughs> Russian disinformation, which Fire. we know they know is not true. <laughs> that's scary because yep. now you have the intelligence agencies colluding to keep a guy from being president that was president uh-huh. during a time where the country was thriving economically. This is you're not going to beat that guy. Would you would he get your vote? He'd get my vote before. <coughs> excuse me. He'd get my vote before Biden. I said that before. I don't think that. I I never thought that Biden was going to make it. I never I never thought that he was going to be functional. Wait for you it. Know, like regardless of what what kind of power the president actually has, and it appears under Trump, the president has a lot more power than we think they do. But under Biden, it's like he's handled. Like he's just out there yeah. talking, and say, the real problem is Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump, what he's done is terrible. He didn't offer it looks like nonsense. They don't want to prop up Trump. They don't want to go after him because it'll weaken the Democratic Party. And so, so when are you having Trump on? I don't know. <laughs> You're, the look, I don't know. Look, it Maybe. looks like you got something. Maybe. Okay, good. That's, That's good. what I was telling you about. You didn't watch the interview. At a certain point in this time. This is what I was telling you about. That little point right there, it was like, when he said that, I was like, because before he would say, fuck, no, I'm not going to have him on my show. For what? Yeah. For what? He, I think the last time he had Shane Gillis in there, he said the same thing. And then what? Like four episodes later, ever since he had that handshake with him at the at the Akadam. Yeah, that's w, what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, bro. It's Brought like, to you by Good Times Culture Podcast. And, and I really believe, like he's saying, once he brings you in his orbit, dude, you're his. Once he once just Trump, a matter Donald of time. Trump, once Donald <laughs> Trump gets you in his orbit, yeah. you're his. Oh man, you're can his. You, I mean, can you imagine being someone that Trump wants to be close to? He's gonna be real nice to you, dude. <laughs> I bet he is. Listen, I gotta hear it again. Maybe. Looks like you got something. Maybe. Okay, good. That's good. I think that's uh, I look, at a certain point in time. Maybe. It's just like it would be interesting <laughs> to hear his perspective. Finally, <laughs> uh, and well, then, because his interview with his interview with uh, uh, RFK Jr. The beginning was so good, where he's like, you know, I didn't trust you at one time until I read your book. I was kind of a skeptic of you mm-hmm. until I read your book and I've seen your interview, and so now I want to interview you. You won me over, and it was like he was being so honest with him. I've never seen an, an interview. I think that's why we enjoy his mm-hmm. show so much. Is it, it's like. If you and I had a chance to ask these questions, but I believe since he's been doing a little bit, a lot longer than us and at a higher level, he's just a little bit, he's, he's been around with so many different um, guests of that level that he's got some good questions to ask. You know what I mean? I I, I think he just, it's just a conversation. You know what I mean? I, Mm. I mean, I don't think Joe ever has like a list of questions. I've never seen him look down at a list or. You know, a lot of dudes do that, but I think it's just a full. That's why it's so good. It's just a and, conversation. You know, he's, he's got no no agenda. He's not leading the guy anywhere. You know. Well, I can it's understand. Yeah, yeah. The same thing as I I I had him listen to our favorite podcast, No Agenda, in a while, and I listened today to, to them today, bro. They're how, what can I say? They're the leader of the pack, bro. Mm-hmm. They're the leader of the pack. That's uh Best podcast in the universe right there. Bro, we can get their clips, man. They're so dang good. That's the only reason we're even sitting here talking on a mic, if you ask me, is because of No Agenda and those awesome guys over there. What a classy show. Classy show, man. God bless them. Uh, So Trump, just to cover it up, uh, cover it, kind of wrap it up, Trump was indicted for like a conspiracy to try to overturn the uh, election you know, through Georgia in particular by asking for when he kind of, he did a couple things. One of them was he asked for, asked the governor to get, find, find my votes is what he said. That's one of the things they're going after. They're going after the 19, uh, 18 lawyers that were a lot of them in different States trying to fight for election. Um, integrity, man, uh, integrity, which is BS. Uh, it's, you know, they, they, upgraded just about all of them to felony counts which is ridiculous most of them are definitely not felony counts i think i can't remember how many um counts they put on it but it's a lot 
Uh, it's stupid. But, but, what's, um, but what's interesting is that it's ridiculous. Under that same law, there is the the White House Speaker, the White House, whatever her name is, she needs to be locked up under the same rules because she said that. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton needs Pelosi. to be a, arrested Pelosi. for saying things like that. Numerous politicians need to be arrested because sure. they were saying for the four years that that man was in office. That's why they haven't, too, is because it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Cause no, like, because, again, if they, you let this to be a time. law, and if, if, if there mm-hmm. is a, a next guy, even if it's a Democrat, and he has some kind of conscience, mm-hmm. he's going to go after these people because it's going to be so easy to go after them. Well, I don't think you can go out. There's, there's nothing here, so they can't. That's why they no, can't I'm really go Hillary after. No, Hillary Clinton and all this after something like this. I mean, Maxine Waters said you go out and get in their face. You go out to the gasoline, what she call it, gasoline station. You get in their face. <laughs> so it's like, did Trump ever say to get in anybody's face? No. It's super stupid, but, but the, I, the thing that you got to, there's things that you got to really go into on the details of this though. And I, I know you've heard about it, but we got to at least lay it out so people don't yell at the, the, their headphones right now. But before the indictment came down, before the jurors actually released their, uh, verdict or their, uh, not verdict cause they haven't done a verdict yet, but released their documents for the indictment, the uh, Georgia attorney, I don't know if it was like just a attorney, staffer yeah. Yeah. or whatever, released the suit online before it was supposed to be released. Before it was even given to the court. Yep. Yes, presented as evidence. So that is obviously a, a form of Bro. intimidation uh, to kind of to put that out there, you know, gets people. It's really uh, unprofessional, but it, it follows the same pattern that we've seen with the Biden administration where remember the abortion thing was leaked. Remember yep, that? Yep. There's just so many of these, these times they, uh, they said that they accidentally leaked the jurors names. But my, my, my question is who did they leak it to? And you're telling me and well, this they, time today, no one knows who leaked it. They, what they're doing is they, they put it on their website and then they're like, oops, take it off the website. But if you're right there all day long or you're monitoring the website, which they probably tell their, their dude, you know, their journalist or whoever, hey, monitor this website. We're going to put it up real quick and then we're going to take it back down. It's, I mean, and you could always claim, oops, did they ever get to the bottom of the, uh, the uh, abortion leaker? <laughs> I mean, how do you not know who that is? You should have a name for that person. Seems pretty obvious, but wow. they never do. Yep. And it's it's obviously it's kind of for that, but uh, this was presented in response to Trump's indictment. Check this out; it's awesome. The test of a man is how much he will bear for a cause which he knows to be right. By the way, uh, awesome right here, and this was almost in the intro and could be an evergreen for our show too, just because it never says Trump; it just talks about a man. Check this out. How long will he stand in the depths of despair? How much will he suffer and fight? It's awesome. There are many to serve when the victory is near, and few are the hurts to be borne. But it calls for a leader of courage to cheer the men in a battle forlorn. It is the way you hold out against odds that are great that proves what your courage is worth. It is the way that you stand to the bruises of fate that shows up your stature and girth. 
and victory is nothing but proof of your skill, veneered with a glory that's thin. Unless it is a proof of unfaltering will, and unless you have suffered to win. <laughs> yeah. Telling you, uh, I, I'm not going to ever put any man, you know, very high, but, you know, as far as a, a man that I know that's being persecuted wrongly, you know, for all his flaws, I'm, I, I it will admit he's got many flaws, but this is, uh, you know, these indictments and persecutions have nothing to do with that, so. But uh, we'll move on. I do have two clips if you want to keep going on. I wanted to at least kind of keep it even. I have a clip with Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. And then I have a clip with uh, RFK with Tucker Carlson. I don't know I, if you want to hear any of them. I, I I would be interested to see if, 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 say, if Trump does run for president and Ramaswamy may be vice president, mm. I believe that that would be a pretty dynamic duel because they don't seem to be men that like to sit on their hands. And I think that Swami would revolutionize probably the the vice president position, man. You know, I, I really, I mean, I don't want to say, I, I don't know if he has the momentum to beat Trump, but dang it, he's a very smart man, mm-hmm. very, and very well-spoken, and I would not want to get into debate with him because I've seen that guy mm-hmm. debate pretty dang good. Yeah, I I do. Um, I did find out he is actually suing. Though we should probably do a little retraction here. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that he was part of the World Economic Forum. Oh, if you yeah, he's not about though, that. right? He's suing the World Economic Forum because they like put his name on the the website, and he's got nothing to do with them. He claims. Oh, okay. Because um, he he was involved in med- creating medicines and things like sure. that. Sure. Yeah. Yes, he has He's a pharmaceutical company. He is a biotech guy for sure. Yeah. But uh he also is the guy that started the ES the non ESG investment firm where basically they uh I think they're either investing in non ESG companies or they they just don't use the ESG uh score or something to do their investments. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 um if I may bring this we've been on um Patrick Ben David's uh Jock, but he has a clip, and he talks about BlackRock and the ESG and how it got started. He did a special, wonderful. It was only it's only an eighteen twenty minute, yeah. very short, very interesting, mm-hmm. and you'll consume it so fast that it. But we need to. I think more people need to look at that report to really get a good grasp of what exactly what snakes are actually, you know, swarming around us right now, and how this is not a new. Idea. It's it's been. You know, do you have I have a problem with? I love his interviews, but I do have a problem with those presentations that he does, where they're they're. You can tell they're sourced. They I like did it. a lot of. I think they're very well. Why don't you like them? Production, but there's something about it that feels a little more. You know, it feels artificial to me, even though it's got good info. But uh, what maybe I, I need to keep keep giving it a shot here. What I what I what I. It sounds to me that he's worth like two hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and he's trying to make a entertainment company. He said when he first started his show, it was just supposed to be finance. It had nothing to do with politics, but every once in a while he'd throw one in there, and he said the crowd would get into it. And I don't know if you remember, but uh, Patrick was talking 
not so long ago where he was uh he wants to hire media people. He wants to hire you know, he's starting a whole yep. the whole thing. So I think that's why his videos are so well done, so well edit, uh, edited and his information, whoever's collecting all that stuff, stats for him are really good at it. Mm-hmm. No, he's got a big old staff for sure. Uh, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, I don't know where this was at, but he was discussing. His oh, I like this. Of, I heard. Yep, it was well this, done. His yes. beliefs on the LGBTQ yeah. uh, rights and all that kind of stuff. There, a, there was someone that made a comment that this seemed very staged. So I will say that prior to this but as usual like mud dog said this vivid guy he you don't want to get into a words uh, battle with this guy because he's gonna say everything perfectly and then he does right here what were your opinions on the lgbtq well i don't think it's one community really yeah i mean how could it be just mashed together an alphabet soup trans is fundamentally intention with gay if you ask me but what's your opinion I'm personally in pansexual, so I was okay. just wondering what your views on same-sex couples were. I don't have a... I feel like she's too nice you to, know, you, to be you, uh, like an uh, Antifa type. To, to, <laughs> pansexual. To, to me, it's it's interesting <laughs> Sorry, in the in guys. the arrogance of... My level of, of intelligence is because I'm a pansexual. And I see how, how well-spoken I am and how elegant I can speak. See, because I didn't go to the university, but I'm a pansexual, and see hey, how well-spoken I am. I'm just glad she's not spitting on him. I, 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 Jeez. It's, uh, hey, it's a win. The buddy. conduct, or what is it? I think she's very condescending. Okay. Let's go. A negative view of same-sex couples, but I do have a negative view of a tyranny of the minority. So, so I think that in the name of protecting against a tyranny of the majority, and there are times in this country's history where we have had a tyranny of the majority, we have now, in the name of protecting against tyranny of the majority, created a new tyranny of the minority. And I think that that's wrong. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to yep. officiate a wedding that they disagree with. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man in a swim competition. I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy and dignity should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. Mm -hmm. That's not freedom, that's oppression. And so I believe that we live in a country where free adults should be free to dress how they want, behave how they want, and that's fine. But you don't oppress, you don't become oppressive by foisting that on others. And that especially includes kids, because kids aren't the same as adults. And so I think adults are free to make whatever choices they want, but do not foist that ideology onto children before mm-hmm. children are in a position as adults to make decisions for themselves. And so I think a lot of the frustration in the country, and if I'm being really honest, that I also share, comes from that new culture of oppression where saying those things can actually get somebody punished. Yep. And in my case, it's part of why it's my responsibility to say them. And I respect that you may have a different opinion, and that's okay. It's part of what makes our country great is that you and I can be civil and have this conversation. It does seem pretty planned out, doesn't it? Each of us the right to speak to a presidential candidate and back and still say that we pledge allegiance to the same nation. So I think that's the beauty of our country, and that's my honest opinion. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you for your civility as well. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm. Do you think this answer was very, he's, he's thought about this answer and he gave a very well thought out answer or he's that quick and he can give such a well, I think you and I have that same view. It's just that we don't, we can't, we don't speak it as eloquently as that, but that's basically our view. It's like, so I I got no problem with trans people. Just go do your thing over there. Like, why do you got to, you know, make such a big deal out of it and try to teach our kids that it's okay or force our force us to teach our kids. It's okay. It's just like, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, <laughs> it, 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 I, it, dude. It, and you look at someone like Joe on OBDM, like it, it, it reminds me, I had this conversation when I was about 17 years old with a, a high school principal. I was on a committee for the selection of a high school principal and we were interviewing and at that time, sexual education was coming into the high schools even no more where, uh-huh. you know, where they would bring the banana and put the condom on the banana and teach them things like that. Yeah. And I was very, I just, as you can say, very progressive in my thinking, thinking, well, this is really great, you know, because um, I thought, well, there's people like myself at the time that my dad wasn't talking to me about sex and, mm. and. I thought, because that's how they played it. You know, people who aren't educated yep. are going to be educated. But I liked his point of view. He goes, but then you're robbing my opportunity because I am a father and I have children and I want to have that conversation mm-hmm. with my kids, not the society to have this conversation. And this was a principal talking about this. And his words echo with me even more now where it's like, you're right. I should have the right to have this conversation with my kids. They it's, don't want you to have that. They want to take that away from you, and they go, no, we'll have this conversation with them. Yeah. And, it, it, and it's like a rite of passage going through that sexual phases. You know, like you, you know, if if someone were to tell you that the way you are when you're 16 or the way you are, God forbid, at 10 is how you're going to be for the rest of your life. Like, think about who you were at 10, who you were at 16, who I was at, like, 21 even. Bro. Like, I'm a completely different when I was nine years old, type of person, you know? It's just, it's crazy. When I was nine years old, I hated chile rellenos. It's a process. And now that I'm in my 50s, my goodness, I can't have enough chile rellenos. Hmm. You change, bro. You yeah, change in life. That's not the best comparison, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know? Are, are you talking, like... Sexually with chili rellenos, or what are you talking? about? No, the just chi- eating dude, them, dude. Or, dude. Oh, oh, okay. Just checking. I was, I was like talking sexuality, and you go into chili rellenos. I'm know. talking about the evolution of our, <laughs> of our uh, uh, maturity, you know. Yeah. And I start with watermelons, <laughs> go to uh, oranges. Okay, this is uh, Tucker Carlson's interview with Robert. F. Kennedy, I didn't listen to a lot. It's hour 21. I'm going to definitely keep listening to I'm it. I'm getting kind of tired of hearing about Robert F. Kennedy because right. he's been on everything. And it's like, you they're all like asking this, the though. same ass questions. Well, this, he, Tucker comes right out in the very beginning. He goes, just so you guys know, this whole interview, we didn't talk about vaccines or anything like, like that. We were talking mainly about political Ukraine. Uh, I think he said something else. can't remember. Oh, the his assassination, his family's assassinations. But uh, yeah, he's openly talking about that, bro. Ooh, that's this is this is what I'm talking about. Before the show, I was bringing up how this guy, the sniff test on this guy, I, I smell some shit over here. Pardon my French. I sm- something about him 
But then the things that are coming out of his mouth, there's no way that the powers that be would want this type of information getting out there. A lot of this. On, so on, on, so on, how is he able to do this? When, when, when Patrick Ben David was on with Joe Rogan, he was, he brought this up about when he was trying to convince Joe Rogan to bring Trump. He goes, are, are one of the questions you can ask him, are you this time? Are you going to release the whole record of what happened to JFK? Because you said you were going to do it. Mm. This is Patrick Ben David talking mm. to, to, uh, Joe Rogan, if he was asking this question, and he goes, because the last time you only gave us like eighty percent of it, twenty percent was redacted, mm. and RFK Jr. right now seems to be filling in that twenty percent that was redacted. He's telling us names. He's telling us you know, how. It's, so my question mm-hmm. is, isn't it weird that we that was redacted, but now mm. this guy is freely out there talking about everything that was redacted. But we don't know what was redacted. That's the problem. So have you heard? Really have know. you heard him describe his father's death and how where the bullet came uh-huh. from and it couldn't be? Uh-huh. That is some like uh-huh. only that family had that but, information. Uh, we didn't have that no, information. Th- there's a lot of documentary type dudes that have had that same analysis. Oh yeah. But do you think you that know, he's, he's reading our, the actual the actual official analysis, the actual official report? No, I think he watches those same documentaries, those same conspiracy theorists, and uh, so you're telling me with his with his with his his uncle Robert Kennedy being in a senator for such a long Bobby Kennedy for being such a or what was his name Ted Ken, Ted I, Kennedy? I don't know much Ted about Kennedy. His name, to tell you the truth, Ted Kennedy, you know about Ted Kennedy about the girl that he yeah, drove into the pond and yeah, died and yeah. all the crazy stuff I about that family. All that. I just so don't you're telling know me that that politics. family that was so into the politics they didn't know mm-hmm. they couldn't get a copy of the actual report. I doubt it, bro. No, yeah. So they, my question is: Is this guy RFK Jr. Is he just spewing the twenty percent of what was redacted of the report that was released? Under the Trump administration. Yeah. Mm. And he's not really naming names. Have you noticed that? It's CIA slash, you know, I still, out of all the interviews of him talking about all this, I haven't heard him say a name. You know what I mean? Like uh, George Bush, which George Bush can't remember where he was at on the day that, uh, Kennedy got assassinated. George Bush is like, I can't remember where I was at. And what's the famous quote? Everybody knows exactly where they were at when they heard when Kennedy was assassinated. <laughs> so I, I was in the bathroom I, sitting down taking it. I got a question. Now, I don't know if it's a good one, but this one I should, I should have a red book to write down questions for when we have a panel of people here. But if you could, Whew, man, maybe you need to go all the way back in history to the Bible even. Maybe that's how you do this. But basically, if you could have any censored conspiracy theory, whatever, and you could you could find the truth right now. So we're talking the assassination, JFK, the moon landing, whatever, Jesus moving the rock, whatever. I, I guess I'm going to know what you're going to answer. But what would be the most important revelation for us as a culture and society, what would help us the most to find out the truth about something, you know, like if you found out who really killed the Kent, you know, Kennedy, how, what would that, how would that affect our world? If you really, if you found out that there was no moon land, or there was a moon landing, I guess then, then it wouldn't affect anything. There was no moon landing. Let's say, how would that affect the world and the pe- the way people look at the world? 
you know, what would be the most important revelation of a conspiracy out there where it's like, that's a true conspiracy or does it even matter? (laughs) Maybe it doesn't even matter. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know about that one, man. Mm. I, I you know what I mean? Like the most beneficial to our culture where it's like revealed to the everybody and everybody's like, Oh, well, I thought that that's what's going to happen with this alien thing. I mean, I never thought that ancient astronaut theorists was still going to stick after two years. Yeah, the alien thing. So and stupid. and now we have Congress actually supposedly confirming. I'm actually that mad. It's true. I'm mad about the whole alien disclosure thing. But it it finally stupid. came out, right? I mean, you hear used to hear for years people. Wait, 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 the government is hiding the truth. The government just admitted that it's true that they exist. Okay. That's the idea behind the ancient astronaut theory. Mm-hmm. They were ahead of the curve, buddy. This show, remember, guys, whoever's listening to the show, you tell buddy, subscribe to the show. Will it hurt? Yeah, that's the best way to help us out. Tell a buddy about the show. We make you someone. laugh. Two idiots here on the mic. Or just grab your uh, significant other's phone and just sign them up to our show. Plus, I need you to, guys to... Uh, Listen, it's the only, th- this is the only time I get to leave the house, guys. Otherwise, you know. No, 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 the- no, no. You, you still want to do more of these morons? We have news to deconstruct. <laughs> okay, we got news to deconstruct here. <laughs> so make sure you tell a friend about the show, okay? Good Time Culture Podcast. Yep. We record every Wednesday night. We no cover editing. the nonsense in the world. And we try to, like, distill the nonsense down to some sort of reality for you. But sometimes it doesn't. Just a couple of machinists trying to make a sense of the world, man. Sometimes it doesn't work that way. Nope. Uh, speaking of, I almost don't want to cover this. This like political stuff's getting boring. But uh, speaking of my, um, how am I going to do this without saying the specifics? The company I work for is getting shook down again by uh, PBS. What again? Second second attempt. Uh, they're basically claiming that they're they're supplying uh, uh, machines to Russia in the Again? Ukrainian agreement. Yeah, so I'm assuming it, 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 someone me, didn't pay off someone I, I, on that I, first one. I'm gonna tell you one thing: this country does not like private companies, does not like them at all, and they do shake them down quite a bit. In our area, you should see what they're doing to the dispensaries. You should see what they're doing to the dispensaries and how much the, every city is shaking them down. Oh. Yeah. Dude, they don't have to budget for who, nothing anymore. Who could have guessed that mm. was going to happen? Like, weed will be three times as expensive as it was when you just go buy it, like, on a Friday night somewhere. Mm. <laughs> now you're going to be able to get it at No, but now, but now store, the city but doesn't budget for uh, um, shelter, you know, homeless shelters, uh, uh, bunks, or anything like that. It They just go to them and go... Here, you're going to pay for it. So I'm, I am i don't know what we want to do here. Tucker Carlson basically talks to Kennedy for a long time. Uh, Kennedy goes on and has probably, I'll just talk about it, and then if someone wants to listen, they can find it themselves. But uh, RFK has the best breakdown on the Ukrainian uh, timeline when it comes to NATO, when it comes to the... Uh, 2014 revolution uh, when it comes to Germany he brings up it's really cool he brings up the history of Germany and how 
I think it was Napoleon too, how multiple armies used Ukraine as their, that was the way they got into Russia. So they didn't go in any other, they didn't go in through the South. They didn't go in through the North. It was Ukraine. That, that breach right there was how the Germans went through. And that was how Napoleon's army went through. And his whole point, RFK's point is that that's why the Russians are so, you know, anal about Ukraine and about keeping that, uh, that border secure over there and not having, uh, People pushing up against Ukraine right there because that is literally the door into Russia. So what was so stupid about the Biden administration? You can see whoever is pushing them have gotten so greedy. All they had to do is keep Ukraine out of NATO. That's all they had to do. They could have continued Mm -hmm. doing all their stupid Mm -hmm. bio uh, lab work there all they wanted, Mm -hmm. but they got greedy. They got greedy. They wanted to set up weapons, sell them more weapons, or whatever the heck they wanted to do. Yeah. Because they do have an interest in creeping in there. But all Russia told them is do not allow Ukraine to be part of NATO. And we're cool. But nope. Nope. I mean, the U.S. See, convinced Ukraine to get rid of all their nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. All, all that matters. It's just that that revolution that Noodleman, this, uh, what's her name? Julia? No, uh, Newland, you know, yeah, the, yeah. she's the, the coup master the for EU. the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> and she's also the, the what's that got? Um, Sika, 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 Sika. She was part of the Sika. Really? Yeah, dude, that girl's. Hmm. But, you know, that revolution kicked a lot of this off because right after that was when, you know, a Russian dude won in Ukraine and we overthrew that dude with a coup, you know, it's pretty obvious, and installed a Ukrainian guy. And that Ukrainian guy swiftly went and actually started bombing. I think they they were up to 15,000 Russians had been killed in that eastern area of Ukraine. And like I've said, I've, I've told the whole story a bunch of times that, you know, the East, Eastern Ukraine requested help from Russia to save them from these bombings that were indiscriminate and just basically continuing for from 2014 all the way to whenever the war kind of kicked off. And, you know, so it's almost not even NATO that caused, I mean, NATO led us up to this point where the Russians are so freaked out, but it was really this perpetual, it was almost like a, genocide type thing going after the the russian ukrainians in the east and you know this is what you get when you do that kind of stuff so i don't know i don't I, it was a really good interview uh at least the 15 minutes i listened to so mm. maybe we'll uh, i'll try to get some better Wait, this what this says you want to do it you know nuclear nuclear ready missile systems are along right next to russia and now we want to go do the one thing that Russia has said, and Putin said again and again and again, this is a red line. Before Putin, the Russian leadership was saying, it is a red line. You cannot go into Ukraine. The Russians have been invaded three times from you. Our country's never been invaded. The Russians were invaded three times through Ukraine. The last time they were invaded, Hitler killed between 20 and 40 million Russians. Hitler killed one out of every seven Russians. In my uncle's speech 
to um, Crazy, huh? uh, his most famous speech in, in American University in, in 1963. In July of 1963, he said to the American people, he said, you know, we are all taught we won World War II, but we didn't win World War II. The Russians won it. And the sacrifice they made to destroy Hitler was beyond anything Americans can imagine. He was trying to tell the American people, you have to put your yourselves, ourselves in their position, and understand what they're doing. And he said, uh, he said, a third of the country was leveled. Every city, the forest burned, the cities were leveled, the forests and fields burned. Imagine if that happened from the coast, the east coast of the United States, every city, forest and field from here to Chicago. That's what the Russians put up with. Oh, we have to understand this, <laughs> that Ukraine is a red line. The invasion came through Ukraine, and they can't live with it. It's, an, it's a security issue for them that is beyond our, almost beyond our comprehension. And so, you know, we've had... Uh, but, so that suggests the point is war with Russia. The point was war with Russia. And in fact, you know, the neocons said that again and again, that our, and, and Biden, when he was at, so, and, and let me get back to that, okay, because that is absolutely true. The, um, the Biden, you know, was as, well, first of all, in 2014, to go through the modern history, 2014, there are riots in, it's called the Madonna Rebellion in Ukraine. Maidan which we're not told that we are financing those riots. The, the newspapers never told us, our government never told us. USAID, which is a CIA front, name. put $5 billion into funding those riots. Those riots lead to, the, uh, to a coup d'etat against the first elected, democratically elected government of the Ukraine. It was a government that refused to choose sides and to say we're going to be on the side of the West. So we wanted them out. A month before that government is overthrown, Victoria Newland, who's you know, the, part, part the, the, the centerpiece of the neocon ideology and who is now a high-level official in the State Department, has a secret call with the U.S. ambassador. Here we go. Which is tape recorded and is now public, which anybody nice. can go and look up, where she is picking the new cabinet for the Ukraine which for Ukraine, which is, uh, you know, which is a U.S. Western cabinet. So they're picking the new government a month before the old government is overthrown. Is that how democracy, is that democracy when Tory <laughs> Newland picks your government? Well, that's, that's the, the point is USAID doesn't really do, and the CIA don't do democracy. You know, the CIA has overthrown, I think, 83 governments between 1947 and 1997. That's a third of the governments on earth, and most of them were democracies. Oh, it doesn't do. Let's see if I get see if I can pull it up here. I don't know if this is it. It's probably going to play ad too before. Sorry, guys. One moment. Two, one. Certainly, Victoria Newland. Nope. Bummer. Go to, go back there, one. Apparently, in that European Union. Bummer. I was trying go to find that. Fuck no, the go EU. Go back to that one right there. Go one more down. No, no, no. Where see that lady in the blue right there? Yeah, Press, it says right there. What you're asking for her to say. I know, but the other one did too. Assistant Secretary of State already said. Yeah, you can't, can't do stuff on the fly like that. That's why I'm a producer. Come 
I need I need a, a dude that can just like look stuff up for me. Uh, Come on, man. I don't have Western a government. sidekick here. The Russians, oh, the Russians started this. Stay away from gingers, guys. There's nothing but, but put trouble. yourself in Putin's position. And I'm not an apologist for Putin, by the way. He went into Ukraine. It was illegal. My son went over there and fought against it, you know, and and risked his life in the what? In, uh, Kharkiv rebellion. I'm not making excuses for him. What he did was brutal. It was illegal and it was unnecessary, but we have to understand our role in the provocations. And so, so if you're in Putin's position, now you're looking at Ukraine and Ukraine is being run by a, a pro-US government. What's the first thing he thinks? They're gonna take Vladivostok, which is the port yep. in, in the Crimea. Military the sea, port. Which has been a Russian port, their only warm water port for 347 years. It's where the Russian Navy is, their sub base, it's everything else. And he says, now this new government is gonna invite the US Navy in to take over our facilities. We gotta go in there and take it back. So he goes into Crimea, he goes in and takes Crimea without killing, without firing a shot or killing a certain, a, 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 a single person. That's amazing. The, the Crimean population is, is largely Russian and they welcome the invasion. Wow. So, you know, again, I'm not making excuses for him, but I'm saying we have to understand. My uncle always said we have to understand the 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 um, the position. Of our Pretty fascinating conversation. It's, it's nothing new to No Agenda listeners or Good Times Culture podcast listeners. We've been talking about that that 2014 uh, huh? screw the EU uh, clip forever now, huh? Yeah, man. And I think, uh, remember, I remember, I remember No Agenda's t angle on that, that uh, the quality of the phone call, they were like, the only the only people that could have that quality of the phone call was Russians. So the Russians are the ones that leaked that phone call. Mm. You know, I remember uh, No Agenda kind of analyzed the, they were like, the quality is so good. Because usually those, those uh, you know, bugged phones are, the quality is not very good. <laughs> you know? I, uh, it's fascinating. Besides just, go off on a different note i was testing out new recorders mm -hmm. uh for the phone and there's this one that has like an old school tape cassette looking and it actually has like a button that looks like a cassette and the sound sounds like old school no matter what you record it sounds like an old 80s cassette no like just really or? and I, I didn't know how good it was and i'm like man huh. i don't know if i like the clips because i know how you're particular you're oh, yeah. a little bitch I am. and so i was like okay so professional, but I like the what do you call it the 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 old, how cool it sounded because it was it sounded vintage. Is that the right word? There you go. Okay. You know, it sounded really had a nice sound to it. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, EPA authorizes. Release of 2 billion more GMO mosquitoes as reports of malaria surface in states that already released them. So it's no longer going to be the killer bees. Now it's the killer mosquitoes. And I don't know if anybody's uh, in Southern California, probably not. But man, mosquitoes are bad this year. I don't know if, you know, Bill Gates got like some sort of investment in these GMO mosquitoes. Do you know the tech, you know about the technology, what they're trying to do? Have you yeah, ever heard of this? It's called nanotechnology. Possibly. It, it, they, they've been talking about this for at least 20 years now, but nanotechnology. They, they literally release a uh, 
a species of mosquito that is dominant and aggressive and basically takes over the local population of mosquitoes and is genetically modified to only live for one generation. So it's got some sort of gene system where after it has offspring, I don't even know if it can have offspring, but after it has offspring, it's like basically it, you know, it's not supposed to reproduce after that. Mm. What could go wrong there? Right. I mean, Mm. geez, sounds, I just, it's amazing to me that somebody would, I mean, as bad as the mosquitoes are here right now, I, I probably have 10 bites on my body. My kids have what, many. What, what's interesting as to me. As bad as that is, my dog, Would why would you ever agree to do that? What's interesting to me is all we're, we're getting on a hissy fit for the same reason like COVID. Look at what it says in the bottom. What? Locally acquired malaria has been in existence <laughs> yeah. in the U.S. for the last 20 years. But yeah. five. How many are we? Like 40 million people? Five such cases have recently been diagnosed. It's just like the same thing. The one, one man who went to China came back and he lives in Washington, came back with COVID. And that COVID spread through the whole country. So five people now. Yeah, but dude. Out of the millions of people they found, five people with malaria. But dude, you're you're not getting the, read it again though, dude. Dude, look at <sighs> malaria has been non-existent in the U.S. for twenty years, but five such cases have recently, like you said, only five. But listen, four in Florida and one in Texas. Where did they release the genetically modified mosquitoes? Take a guess, ah, bro. And it happened to be those two states. So you mean the mosquitoes couldn't fly over to a blue state? So are the blue states being spread with something so they don't fly over there? So they don't, they won't mix with like you know go come all the way to California. I don't think scientists know that mosquitoes fly, but no, no. oh no, but uh, I it's just the ridiculous, right in your face. No malaria for twenty years. We release genetically modified mosquitoes that are supposed to stop malaria. And then we get malaria. Well, people, people, huh. people aren't talking about how leprosy is coming back, and uh, and uh, mm-hmm. no one brings talks about that right now. This is a little clip from our favorite Alex Dude, Jones guy. Here. This guy's coming back out. with a fire. Have you heard of this this tick thing yet? This uh, you get. They're claiming that if you get bit by a certain type of tick, that you will no longer be able to eat meat. That it makes you, it, you're basically allergic to meat, and they're blaming a tick. Oh, but, but we but not we, the shot, right? Yeah, we just happened to have a mandated shot yeah, a yeah. couple of years ago. No, and have you, and, and the most interesting thing, have you been noticing that that they be, they've been bringing the mandated word because in Australia right now they got Pfizer in court right now, and Pfizer's mm-hmm. trying to say just like our government, our medical are starting to say that they never mandated the shot. Right. And being and it's interesting. Yeah. That they say that here too. Yeah. You had a choice. Yeah. You could have just got fired and yeah. had to get a new job. Yeah. Come on, guy. Mm-hmm. You had a choice. Humans eating meat. But how are they going to do it? We've now discovered that many modern vaccines and the Moderna and Pfizer shots have a bovine protein in them 
that then creates an autoimmune response in those that take the shot so that many of them can no longer eat beef. Ladies and gentlemen, it's in the literature, it's in the documents. The plan to poison the food supply isn't coming, it's here by poisoning us to where we're allergic to beef. And that's just the start. This is the total weaponization. What do you think of that? That's a good mm. one. I well, like see, that one. I. Huh. Hey, th- there's a coincidence here. They want us to eat bugs and stop eating meat. Huh. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, figuring, I'm, I'm figuring out way too many patterns here. This is going to be a problem. Uh, hmm. And then uh, this is funny. We'll kind of add on to our mosquito clip. Now, this was an interesting trust, uh, a case test of people's trust. <laughs> I love the, the flubbing. The flubbing is awesome. I, I, Hold I, on, I got to hear it again. Wait. The, the flubbing now, this is. This was an interesting trust, uh, a case test of people's trust <laughs> in their politics. Were you going to say something? Sorry. Nah, man. I got it's so good. I I don't understand how this guy who has no medical training at yeah. all is out there speaking about yeah. medical hey, treatment. My dog, why wouldn't you trust this guy? Look at him. You, you don't know. trust this guy. You don't, don't trust you guys Bill remember Gates. Me, I brought you windows. Remember me? I got I got uh, as many doctor's degrees as Bill Gates has, dude. The guy's a dude. I have an associate degree, and he doesn't. And- you know that. I don't know. Does He's he? a, dude, he doesn't even have an associate's degree. He dropped oh, yeah. out of college. He dropped out of high school. Yeah, college. College? Yeah. He doesn't even have an associate's degree. So if you have an associate's degree, you have more education than that idiot. Hmm. The only difference that you and I didn't have is that we didn't have daddies and mommies that were, you know, connected. I know. You should totally trust a guy that says that we could reduce the population through vaccination. Like, why wouldn't you trust that guy? You mean the guy that's banned, that's not even allowed to go to, go step into the continent? The continent of Africa? And India, I think. The continent uh-huh. of Africa? There you go. He likes, uh, and he likes Epstein's Island. There you sure. go. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Uh, oh, and I put it up on our, it's on our channel somewhere. I actually posted it. It's a documentary from the 90s, and we talked about it on the show once, where there was a landscaper at the Bill Gates residence in in Seattle right there. Like, he's right on the lake, and there was a landscaper that got busted for child porn at his property. Because he lived on his property. Right. And he, um, Hmm. he, he, uh... What's that signed in on his system? Right. And, and yeah, yeah. I We need to get that landscaper follow-up. What's going on here? And, you know, statistically, uh, we didn't do as well as I would have expected. You know, in fact, you know, I'm cited as some, you know, mastermind of some evil yeah, plot uh, in many, many cases. So... No, I didn't expect any of that. Uh-huh. Salty. Oh, man. Brutal. Well, I have another. What is this one? Oh, this is. I got Ed Dowd still making his rounds here. 
I don't know if we want to cover that. We, that was kind of if we had extra time. This is an interesting angle here. Check this out. Buddy Brown, YouTube channel. Oh, no, these fires in Maui are post-apocalyptic kind of fires at this point. We're praying for these folks that have lost everything I literally can't imagine. And there's been a lot of explanations on how this fire started, and we may never know the answer. But if y'all wonder why I'm not too trusting, I became that way when I was seven years old, and my dad told me that 12-gauge don't kick, son. Go ahead and shoot it. Fire it off. So it's in my nature to ask questions, right? (laughs) Maui has been one of the worst fires in American history, but here's where it takes a very, very weird turn. Check this out. There's a police chief there in Maui. It's a guy named John Pelletier. And he's got a history with very, very tragic events. Do y'all know Pelletier was the same guy who was the incident commander during the Las Vegas massacre, the shootings. They killed right during the middle of the Jason Aldean concert. Back in 2018, where 59 people were killed and 527 people were injured, he was the incident commander in Las Vegas at that time. Now, I'm not accusing anybody of anything whatsoever, but his involvement in the Las Vegas uh, shooting incident and now the Maui wildfires definitely raises some eyebrows. That's all I'm saying. We're allowed to at least ask questions, right? If that doesn't freak you out enough, Chief Pelletier recently graduated from the FBI National Academy Securing a certificate in criminal justice. President with him at his graduation was A.G. William Barr and current FBI Director Christopher Wray. Now, these people are both in Clinton's back pockets, y'all. All All I'm saying is there's some tragic events that go on. And if I were Pelletier, I would use this as an opportunity to say, look, (laughs) knock, knock, knock at the podium, at the microphone. I know how it looks. I know how it sounds. But I'm going to tell you the truth. This is an absolute opportunity because now that people have made the connection, it looks bad, man. And as long as we're ignoring the cocaine in the White House, as long as we're ignoring the dead body at Obama's house, as long as we're ignoring the male prostitute at Paul Pelosi's house, Uh maybe we could focus, maybe, just maybe, on why the hell disaster keeps following this man. I mean, I think it's a big opportunity to go into public and do what I said. You know, correct everybody. Tell everybody what's going on. Things got even crazier yesterday as Maui burns to the ground and Biden is vacationing on the beach. He's asked for a comment on the Maui uh, wildfires, and Biden says, no comment. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You don't think this sounds shady? You don't think this sounds awful? By the way, the firefighters that were on duty, there was this guy named Kihai Ho. I'm probably going to mispronounce that. I apologize. But he was a firefighter on duty, and he said when they opened the fire hydrants, there was no water. How about that? You want to explain that one away? I mean, I think this guy Kihai Ho, God bless him, but he's going to need about 27 uh, bodyguards around the clock. Go ahead and just tell us, tell everybody right now, Kihai Ho did not kill himself. You see what I'm saying? This ain't some kind of conspiracy theory. It's just asking a question. This transition, brother, I got something interesting. All right. You want to transition? Yeah. Let me give you one. You want to? I should probably give you a good one. There we go. Ah, my favorite. I've got it. I want to bring up this video. He, you've heard of Richard Dawkins? Yeah. He's probably one of the leading thinkers of the progressive movement. Leader in the atheist movement. And a great debater, if you've ever heard him. Richard Dawkins. Is I'm thinking name. of the Dawkins that's like in a wheelchair, though. No, this is, you're guy. thinking about... That's Hawkins. Yeah, My Dawkins bad. is someone else. Okay. So let me play this video here. Right. And he's a legit biologist. Doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe. 
great gentleman, but uh, here we go. Ah, uh, hold on. Dang commercials. Dang You're either male or female, and no question about it. You're either male or female, and it's absolutely clear. Hey, guys, I'm off the grid for... As you can do it on chromosomes. To me, as a biologist, distinctly weird. People can simply declare, I am a woman, though I have a penis. Helen, what do you think lies behind this odd distortion of reality? I would say that when I started to write about it first, I quickly realised that this wasn't treated the same way as anything else. Like, just asking very obvious questions, like, um, don't you think that if we allow people to self-identify their sex, this will lead to, for example, destroying women's sports or putting rapists in women's jails? People would turn this back on me and say, you think that trans people are predators. You're a bigot. What we were talking about here was an intensely linguistic movement. Like, there isn't a sense in which a man can become a woman, except linguistically. Like, yes, okay, he can have operations. Most trans people don't have any operations, don't take any medicine. But that doesn't change your sex. Hmm. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. So it is another thing, right? It's the battle of linguistics. Because, again, you can't change sex, but you can change the words. And it was an interesting thing because this is coming from a evolutionist biologists words do matter right they do it's interesting I, what do you think about that thing what we are seeing that in our society right i mean it's like decime have you word looked up the word decime <laughs> do you know what it meant before <laughs> that's a no agenda yeah but yeah, it was interesting i never heard until he said that it used to mean one out of every what one out of every ten thousand now, if you look up the word decime, it means it, dest it destroyed something. And it doesn't even mean, that's not what the word means. Mm. Yep, 10%. Uh, looks like Sam Bankman Freed is actually going to go to, have to go, go to, to prison. Too. Yeah, no, sounds like nah, it. I think because of the outcry of, of so many people going, what do you mean he's not going to go to jail? Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, the thing that's really cool, you know, and they're going to try to bury it forever, you know, that he was the Democrats' top donor in the last election cycle. And it, that's a list they don't want to see. And I am not a dumbass, and I can see coincidences, and it's, and if it's a, you know, I can see if it's a coincidence or not. It's pretty simple. And when the Sam Bankman freed his FTX company literally goes down in a ball of fire three days after the election, you know, that tells me that they milked that they got their, their money from FTX. And then they're basically, uh, they're imploding it, you know, right after they got what they needed. It's very simple. So uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know how people, uh, people don't really see that, but, his mom is a, a specialist in tax evasion. So that that's probably going to help him out a little bit there. <laughs> Very well-connected family. Uh, the good, I got some good news here. 7-Eleven workers in that viral beatdown video yes. uh, a couple weeks ago will not be charged. That the mayor came out and said something, right? I think he got people also mm -hmm. started calling them and going, what the heck? <laughs> They're the employees of the month for... Good Times Culture Podcast. Dude, that, they're employee that. of the year, bro. <laughs> so far, yeah. We might get a better beat. How do we get that. sticks like that? What do you think they're using? Canes? Where do we get something like that? Oh, so awesome. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know. 
Anybody heard about this one, though? But you really got to see the movie. <laughs> no. A Texas woman says a snake fell from the sky, wrapped around her arm, and then tried biting her face. But that's not all. All of this is happening while a hawk swooped down and then tried grabbing the snake off of her arm. Fox 26's Matthew Seedorf meeting with that woman here tonight who says she is just thankful to be alive. Nation, you hearing that sound? The snakes are coming after us, man. They've been falling from the sky attacking us. And you know who that is? The, the old devil. That's what it is. <laughs> nice. I like the it. old devil. Well, guys, transition. you hear the momentum and you can see the momentum. It's moving. And it's only for one reason. And that's because we're praying. There's no other reason. And uh, if we keep that faith, guys, these wicked people cannot prosper. Let's go. So, I am OG Mutt Dog. And my boy Hollywood here and I sincerely ask one thing, because there's only one reason why this show has been on for two years, successfully, against all odds. And that is because you guys pray for us. And Hollywood and I will pray for you. That's the secret to the show. So once again, I am OG Mutt Dog. And thank you for anyone who listened to the show. God willing, I'll see you next Wednesday. All right, guys. Thanks for making it to the end of another action-packed episode of Good Times Culture Podcast. Go out there and tell someone about the show. Uh, Meet us back here next Wednesday for another uh, audio journey into the nonsense. Hey, we got to have a meetup, dude. Maybe another CIA agent might come to the meetup. We got lots uh, planned here. We're going to do a meetup soon. Uh, We're going to expand a little bit on our... um, broadcast offerings get that going and um the yeah. nation's gonna grow it's going to grow it's gonna be a good end of year and uh, yeah we're we're coming up on um man we're we're coming yeah it's two and a half years almost coming up here so we're, we're trucking along we're yeah not planning on going anywhere we're, we're so. definitely growers we're not showers but we're growers guys right. all right so and uh until next week everybody Uh, We'll be here next week exposing evil and praising God. Love you guys. Bye. Hey! Wait, you got something to say? Yeah! I was going to say it. I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown. And I'm still going through it. Pain and a hurt. Yeah. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. Yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus. Devil, I rebuke you for what I go through. And trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no fear. I will know no pain. From the light to the dark Double show No shame Spit it right from the heart Cause it's right from the start You held me down And there's nothing They can tell me now Lord give me a sign Let me know what's on your mind Let me know what I'm gonna find It's all in time Show me how to teach the mind Show me how to reach the blind Lord give me a sign